real quick. Uh, so, Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. For you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. Um, this is uh, Kathy Brocks for LUTG Radio, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And the LUTG Radio Show, we just want to pray for these uh, three or four minutes that we got before, or two minutes now that we got before the uh, actual show starts. And so we just want to just say thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up. Thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. Thank you, Lord God, for your love. Thank you, Lord God, for just loving us today. Thank you, Lord God, for for giving us a word. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the, the desire to even read the word today. Oftentimes, we get too busy and we say, well, I don't have time to pray. And God is like, you got time to eat breakfast. You got time to pray. You got time to put your pants on. You got time to pray. You got time to put your dress on. You got time to pray. You got time to sit on the toilet and use the bathroom. You got time to pray. You got time to wash the dishes. You got time to pray. You got time to do your laundry. You got time to pray. You got time to make videos and fold your clothes. You got time to pray. You got time to pray. You got time to pray. You make time for your spouse. Make time for your first one. That's the Lord. You got time to pray. (laughs) God loves you. And he just wants a little bit of time with you. While you walking down the hallway at work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord God, your words. I just want to say thank you, Lord. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name, O Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Just wherever you are at, just give God the praise. Amen. Wherever you at, just give it to Him. Give it to Him. God is right here with you. God is right here with you. And remember, he said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. And so God is right here with you. He like, your time is my time. My time is your time. Let's make some time for one another. God is right here. He ain't ain't leaving. Right? God ain't leaving. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Alright. Um, so our mob cam is not up yet. I do apologize for that. Um, but we do have uh anchor recording and then we have the radio station LUTGRadio.com. And then we have uh the FM station one oh two point four um FM and uh you can just go to LUTGRadio.com uh and check out the show. You can also go through Radio Garden. And you can go through uh, internet-radio.com um, and pull up. Just type in LUTG Radio on the search. and it'll Just LUTG will be fine and it'll pull it up. Amen. All right. So, we're going to go ahead and start the show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. 
You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Amen, amen. We went through, um, amen. We went through uh, what we went through this morning and uh, did a little bit of prayer. Just reminding you that you got time to pray. Um, And also, glory to God. We're going to go ahead and put on the whole armor of God. And just know today, we are still talking about salvation. Amen. We are going to keep talking about salvation until Jesus comes for his bride. Until God decides it's over. It's over. Until God says, well, the final person has transitioned. It's over. Amen. Until he until he lights up that uh that lake of fire, we're gonna keep on preaching the gospel. Amen. We're gonna keep on teaching, preaching, and loving God and giving God all the glory. Oh, 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 the glory. Hey, to my people out there, I wanna say this real quick. I was watching uh I'm always watching church programs. And so sometimes I'll hear I'll hear the hearts of man talk. I hear the I should I call it the heart of man, but it's really this spirit. And it's the it's the God part of man. And so I hear him talk. Right. Now God's the your spirit is whole and it's perfect. But uh I shouldn't say but I should say and I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. Anyway, I'll hear I'll hear the desires of a person's heart come forth, right? Okay. So somebody, uh, some, some people had taken, um, some medication that didn't sit well with them. It don't even matter what medication it is. Cause at this point, I mean, they well and they better, but they feel a little odd, a little different. They feel like, um, their complaint was, I feel like I, I have like a, uh, a demonic presence on me. Now I'll use myself as an example. I had taken a vitamin and every time I would close my eyes, I would see this spirit of darkness with ash around it. And so whenever I would try and bend down, when I would, whenever I would bend over, it was like I would be like to the point of falling. And um, and I would see this darkness and the ash would be around it. Well, before I was taking this thing, I could bend over or whatever and no problem. But I would never see this darkness with ash all around it. And um and so anyway, I discovered that there was something not quite right with those things. And so I stopped taking it, of course. And so uh what I'm expressing is that somebody some people were experiencing not that particular similar thing, but something along the lines of demonic. Uh, and so one of the things you can do, um, there's, um, there's, there's a pastor, this, he's an apostle and his name is, is John Eckhart, John Eckhart. And you can get his books through Christian Bible, uh, bookstore. Um, but look up John Eckhart, uh, apostle John Eckhart. I think it's E.C. Eckhart, E-C-K-H-A-R-D-T. Uh, you can get his books um, at the Christian bookstores. Um, you can also uh, check him out online on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, and um, the reason why I actually I tell you to get it online because 
you you can listen to it, but you also need to say it. Now, I think it's like maybe to a little bit over 200 pages or something like that. But you can read a little every day. And so what I noticed when I was reading it, I was getting delivered because, you know, I would play it and I was getting delivered. And then, but when I started reading it, it was just like, boom, boom. It's like, just reading those prayers, just because you, as you read the prayer and you're saying it out loud, you're praying. And it was just kicking stuff out, going pop, pop, pop. And so one of the things the Holy Spirit likes to do with me is when the enemy comes at me, he likes to go into my treasure chest and he takes out a bat and he, or whatever weapon is needed for that, for, for that particular thing. And he gets to go And so anyway, uh, the word of God is your shield and your buckling. And when you say these prayers by John Eckhart, uh, which God gave him, um, I'm telling you, it starts beating those things up out of you. And it seals you shut so that none other can come in. You heard? You heard? So go ahead and get the book. And it's called uh, Routing Out Demons. It's the one that's routing out demons. He got one for healing. And he got he got a few of them up there. But you want the one that's uh, for routing out demons. John Eckhart. Get it at the uh, Christian bookstores. And, and you get it. You can get it so that it's online. So um, you can go to the. When you go to that Christian bookstore I mentioned. Which I'm going to try and put it on the website. I ain't going to say I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put the link to it. I'll put the link to the book on the website. LUTGradio.com. And it'll be listed under prayers. And uh, that way you can um, go ahead and get the book and you can um, download it to your phone. So that way you can read it off your phone. So if you're sitting on the toilet, you can be reading, you can read reading those prayers. Or if you're sitting up on a, you get up early in the morning and whatnot, you can take a few minutes, go ahead and read through those prayers. You know what I'm saying? All right. So there we go. I just had to tell you that. Be free, baby. Ain't no reason why you can't be free. <laughs> Jesus Christ is Lord. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. Mm. Put on the whole armor of God. Do, 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 <laughs> Y'all know where we start our first Luke 24, 45. Luke 24, 45, it says, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Woo! Yeah, baby. <laughs> Verse 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. I'm going through it 24 through 27. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh. Y'all know I do uh, my interludes. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think. Should I leave it? Okay. Let me make sure I got this up all the way. Yeah, it's all the way. All right, so. All right, so we're not going to have that video for today. I thought I would have a video. A video. A video. Gracias, Señor. Tu gracias, gracias, gracias. <laughs> we are on Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. And the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they should put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Glory to God. Move over to Psalms 91. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Amen. Amen. Okay. Oh, is that right? Glory to God. I'm trying to see if I can get this. Okay, I messed that up. Alright. I was trying to fix something. But. Oh, that ain't it. Alright, well, we'll leave that be. Alright, Psalms 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation." 
There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Uh, going over to Psalm, Isaiah fifty four thirteen through 17. Glory to God. Woo, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Bum, bum. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. We're putting on the whole armor of God. Yeah. Isaiah fifty four thirteen through 17. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee, they shall against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. We got uh, one more. Actually, two more. Revelations chapter 5, verse 12. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Remember, riches is not just money, but it is the things of heaven. It is resources. It is access. It is provision, the Jehovah Jireh. It is shalom. Amen. Complete. All you would ever need or want. Shalom, Jehovah Jireh. Amen. And um, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 through 10 reminds us to be imitators of Christ, imitators of God. Be ye therefore followers of God. Followers means imitate. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. What do children do? Imitate their parents. Imitate the authorities over them. And walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God. For a sweet smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetous covetousness. Don't be sleeping with other people's uh, spouses, alright? But fornication that's that's sex outside of marriage. Alright? Sex outside of marriage, whether you with a person or an object. Don't do that. But means stop, except stop everything. It's just a stop. 
So before we got God giving us a sweet smelling savor for his sacrifice. Then it goes, stop. Fornication, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Meaning, when you get saved, you got to stop all that stuff you was doing. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. And so instead of you joking around and acting silly, give God some praise. If you got enough time to, to, to pester people, you got enough time to give God thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, worshiping other gods, one foot in, one foot out, had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Also know this. Once saved is not always saved. When you get saved, you got to work. You got to live for God continuously. No back and forth. Right? God all the way. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but... Now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. You know right from wrong. You know you know when you're doing right and when you're doing wrong. So stop pretending like you don't know. I didn't know. No, you know. You know. For example, if your man go through your purse... And take out your money. You gonna be upset, right? I saw this. Uh, I saw this video online on YouTube, and uh, the the girl, his girlfriend, this guy's girlfriend, wanted to go out to you know go out to dinner and whatnot. He's like, uh, so he's like, okay, cool. And so he figured he would leave his wallet at home, and then let her pay for it since she wanted to go out to dinner. And so. He left his wallet at home, right? <laughs> and so when the bill comes, he goes, oh, man, baby, I left my wallet at home. I ain't got no money. Can you pay for it? Oh, she said, don't worry about it. I got your wallet before we left. I saw that you had laid it down. So I went ahead and took the, all the money out of your wallet. So that's okay. I'm going to get me some pie, okay? And so <laughs> he got mad because he looking at home with all his money <laughs> in his hand. He thought he was doing something by leaving his wallet at home. <laughs> she like, uh-uh. Here it is right here. <laughs> you cannot pretend to cover people and not cover people. If she is good enough for you to have sex with, she is good enough for you to cover. Don't pretend like you don't know. And so in that in that instance of that video... He was trying to pretend like he didn't know what the scoop was. He didn't know. And like he didn't have the money for it. He had the money for it. And she proved it. So stop pretending with people. Either you're going to be real with people or you're not. It's just. That's just that's just how it is. Either you're going to be real or not. Amen. 
<laughs> God expects the same. You're going to be real, what you're going to be. All right. So today we're talking about salvation. We're on a, this is a, the, this, <laughs> I am Kathy Brox and this is Let Us Thank God Radio show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And so, um, I'm going to read you some scriptures here. And, um, and so, I'm going to read, you know, how can I put this? I'm going to read the scriptures first, and then we're going to get into, like, breaking this down. Just because, um, I kind of want to skip to the end, but you need to hear the scriptures. I go with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 45 verse 16 through 18. 16. Oh, y'all know I need some water. Okay. It says, "They shall be ashamed and also confounded all of them." They shall go to the they shall go to confusion together that are makers of idols. Uh, that means they go into hell. But they go that word but means except like stop. So those makers of idols they go into hell. And then God goes, but Israel shall be saved. And the Lord with an everlasting salvation, ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded nor confounded world without end. There's that word world. Pay attention to that. That word world. Alright. Thus, for thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. So God's telling you, I'm it, baby. I'm it, baby, baby. I made you, I'm it. Verse 17 says, Israel, ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. telling Israel, I'm going to do everything I can to get you saved, right? Look, salvation is for you, it's for you, it's for you. Salvation is for you, Israel. I know you hear me, Israel, right? (laughs) All right, so the word world, that kind of, you know, it just kind of threw me. I was like, hmm, that's interesting, right? So I shouldn't say really through me. I want to, I'm one of those particular people. I look at a word, I know it's a single word, but I'm like, okay, what is the breakdown of that word, right? So I'm looking at the word world. And I know that world is in reference to man. It means us, right? But I was like, okay, well, what does W-O-R mean? It's got to mean something. And so I found out it means what, time, place. So I was like, what time, place? So it's an adverb, which describes a verb. And so, um, and it's also like a interrogative. 
That's something that describes a verb uh, before the subject. And so it's a, it's like uh, where, at what place. Um, and it, it can be relative where, at, or in which place or situation. Stuff like that. You know, you got your prepositions and whatnot. Like, what you talking about? Which one is that? <laughs> and so, so you just got to remember. Uh, and I'm getting this off of uh, the Wicked Dictionary. Wikipedia Dictionary. And so, it, it talks about that. And then, an interesting thing. It, it has a synonym. A word that means the same. Uh, and it's called neem. N-E-E-M. So, W-O-R is like what? What place? It describes the verb before the subject. Before that noun or pronoun. And so, but neem means a tropical old world tree that yields timber resembling mahogany oil medicinal products and insecticides right so remember that now i went from w-o-r to l-d because i'm like okay if w-o-r means like what time place and it describes the it's an adverb and the adverb describes a verb and you know so you know and a verb is like action um and so I'm like, okay. So what does LD mean? I got all these different uh, things, like you know, referring to medicine. But then I found across, I came across this Latin word, and it says "las deo," "las deo," and I'm like, what? What's "las deo"? And it goes, "Praise be to God." I said, what? LD means praise be to God. I mean, it was listed as an acronym. As a shortcut to Lord. But it really, LD really means praise be to God. Now the word be means to be, means established. So praise established to God. And established indicates a specific place and time. Right? So I'm like, dude, get the freak out of here. Right? And so... Because I'm looking at, in, in, in a lot of the uh, texts that I'm looking at and in the Bible, and I'm, a, I'm just going to give you all this because I'm going to read some more scriptures and I just want you to know it as you go along. So as, you're, as we're reading along, you'll be like, oh, snap, for reals? All right, so the word John, y'all know the book of John, you know, God's favorite according to John. John means, in the Greek, it means God is good. The word, the name John means God is good. In Hebrew, it means God is grace. I said, what? This is so good. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of geeking out here. So, right. So, when I look at the word world, I read, this is, this is my understanding. What time, place, praise established to God. That's what I get, right? And so if you remember, and some people say that I should tell you all this at the end, right? Y'all want to read some more scriptures and I'll tell you at the end. I want to go, I want to, I want to tell you now. So as I'm reading these scriptures to you, be like, oh, sniggity snaps. 
sniggle snaps snip snaps so <laughs> okay i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna just give you a, a remember god created adam and eve now once i tell you that you probably already figured out the rest right so we read isaiah 45 and 16 through 18 I so get that. I, I, I. And then, um, hold on, let me pull this up here. The next one I want you to go to is not Isaiah, but I want you to go to, well, it's Isaiah, but it's Isaiah 62, 10 through 12. So Isaiah 62, 10 through 12 says, go through, go through. You know how Jesus always says, truly, truly, like I'm trying to get your attention. And so here it goes, go through, go through the gates, prepare ye the way of the people, cast up, cast up the highway, gather out the stones, lift up a standard for the people, behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world, there go that word again, world, remember world is what time and place Praise be, meaning established, to God. Say ye to the daughters of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. And verse 12. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and thou shalt be called sought out a city not forsaken here it is he telling israel yo israel i got you i right, bro you my son i love you israel i got you bro salvation's coming i <laughs> You ever had to say that to somebody? Like you yelling down the street like we used to do, you know, in the neighborhood. You know, somebody, somebody, you know, rolling down the street or whatnot. And you trying to let them know, yo, I got you, all right? Or sometimes, you know, you standing right in front of them. And, you, you know, their continence is kind of like all... Oh, because they think that you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be with them, that you ain't gonna stand with them. You gotta let them know, I got you, I don't worry about nothing. I got you. I got you. You ever had to say that to your kids? I use families a lot because you know we would go and we'd tell our mom, Mom, we need money for books or for fees for school. We want to participate in this or the teacher said, we got to have this in order to pass the class. And she'd be like, well, when you got to have it? Tomorrow? She's like, no. When's the last day you got it? When's the last day? What can you do? And we like, next week? And so she go look at her thing. She go, I got you. Don't worry about it. I get it. And we like, Cool. Now, in our minds, she working to go get it. She, we don't, I mean, we don't know. Because she works 16 hours a day. We don't know. I just assumed she would open up her purse and magically the money would appear. 
I was one of those kids that believed all she had to do was say, money, come forth. She would say stuff like money didn't grow on trees. But in my heart, I believe money does grow on trees. And I found out later when I grew up that there are money trees. But Delum, there's gold trees that grows in Israel. <laughs> and so I was like, money does grow on trees. She called forth the money from the tree. I didn't know where the money was coming from. I was a kid. I had no idea. I just knew she was like, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Jesus is saying the same thing to us. Salvation is for the Jews. And for those that will believe, that will be us Gentiles. He's like, if you'll believe, I got you, bro. <laughs> Go read Isaiah. I'm, I'm not Isaiah. Second Corinthians chapter um, 7. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 9 through 11. It says, now I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed. Oh, remember that word, but means like, stop, there's a change. That ye sorrowed to repentance. So remember, sorry is like a, when somebody says, It, it, it it's like being concerned and recognizing a wrong. When you apologize, oh, I'm sorry for what I did. You recognize that wrong. Um, when you're made sorry, uh, that's a punishment. Like, dude, you actually hit my sister and gave her a black eye. I thought you loved her, man. Look, you already know what we got to do. We got to do what we got to do. All right. Look. You just going to have to take this beating. You know what I'm saying? That's how they used to do back in the day. You hit a girl. You hit a girl. You twice her size. You hit a girl. Look. You got to take this beating. And you, you can't even come back on this. You hit a female. That's just how it was. You hit a female. All the guys jump on you. They get, You give her one black eye. They give you two. That's, that's just the end all of it. And you got to take the beating because you shouldn't have put your hands on them. <laughs> and so that's being made sorry. Then it says, but that ye sorrowed to repentance, meaning you recognize your wrong and recognizing that wrong, you realize that you needed to change your ways. And so um, rather than being made sorry by getting two black eyes, you recognize before you gave her a black eye, hold on a second. I should not touch her. I need to do something about this anger. And so you realize you needed to repent, change your ways, do a 180, turn around from that. For ye were made sorry after a godly manner that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. When you tell your boys, look, man, I'm struggling. I get so angry. I just want to punch her. And they're like, man, the only reason why you want to punch us is because she the only one around. She the only one trying to love you. And they like, and you're like, oh, snap. He's like, man, I kind of realized that, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hurt her. 
God is saying the same thing to you. You are continuously evil. I don't want to hurt you. I want to love you. I want to bless you. You got to change. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but sorrow of the world worketh death. He's trying to save your life, save your soul. For behold, this self-same thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea, what fear, yea, what vehement desire, strong desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge, and all things ye have approved yourself to be clear in this matter. When you repent to God, you got to do it for real. You can't just say, well, look, I'm good. I'm a good person. That's enough. Look, we gave him two black eyes. We good. We're repentant. No, don't take vengeance in your own hands. That's where you need to go to God. And so true enough, he needs to change his ways. But she needs to say, hold on. I got to repent too because I put myself in a situation and left myself in a situation that I knew I should have walked away from. I ain't married to him. We just dating. Imagine if I was married to him. So ladies, when you're in a situation and you getting dogged out like that, you need to repent too. You got to walk away. You can't just say, well, it's only one black eye. It's just, it's, it's okay. No, bruh. No, girl, you got to go. I don't care if you got to move back into your mama house. I don't care if you got to live in a one room rental. You cannot allow yourself to be beat. And you cannot have somebody else take vengeance for you. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. John 15, 18. We still talking about salvation. If the world hates you, remember the word world is talking about man, which is W-O-R is what time, place, and L-D is praise be, as meaning established to God. So if the what time and place praise be established to God hates you, hold on a second. Ye know that it hated me before it hated you. So if man hates you, you know that man hated me before it hated you. Because you cannot praise God and then hate man. When you hate the least of these, it is the same as hating God. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world. But I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hated you. Remember, the world, the word world means a time and a place to, to be praised to God, meaning established. That's talking about salvation. A time and a place to be called out 
to worship God. But until that time, that world is worshiping another God, the God of sin, even though it's supposed to worship the God of life that gave it life. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than this, than his Lord. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. What's one of your sayings that you would love for your beloved to keep? I'll never hurt you. I'll never hurt you. You love for them to keep that, right? I'll love you for all my days. In all my ways, I love you. There ain't a day that I won't love you. Each and every way, every day. I love you. You've been hoping that they keep that word, right? <laughs> Remember, I'm always talking about Genesis. Genesis 1, 26. It talks about how God created the heavens and the earth. And man had to mean. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he them male and female created he them and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moved upon the earth right and then get God gets to talking about the generations of the earth. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the, I'm on chapter two, all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all the work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth there was not a man to till the ground but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Remember, there was not a man in the earth to toil the ground, right? And so God did it himself. He had the earth to, to the earth was self-sustaining. You heard the earth was self-sustaining. It could water itself. 
It could not harvest. It could not pluck the 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 fruit. The fruit eventually fall off the vines and die. Well, will it die or will it just pile up? It would probably rot and pile up, whatever. So you needed somebody to eat that fruit. There goes man. But before man got an actual body or soul, man already was in spirit form like God in Genesis uh, 1 through 26. On the sixth day, he formed man. He said, let us make man in our image. He made a spirit. And then on the seventh day, on the most holiest day, in the day of his rest, the day of his joy, he formed man. What do you do on your day of rest? You do stuff you want to do, right? He formed man and then he took that spirit that he had made on the sixth day. And it's like he put it in his mouth and then he blew it in the man. Bam. Now, Kathy, what does that have to do with the rest of this? I'm getting to it. Now, remember when God was talking to Cain and Abel. And he was talking to him about, um, about, you know, um, being careful that, that they don't sin and being careful. He was telling Cain to be careful of your attitude. And you know how, uh, Abel gave a good offering, right? Abel gave that good offering and all was well. Amen. And then Cain got upset. I'm running out of time. Um. And Cain got upset and uh, he basically killed his brother, right? He killed his brother. It's crazy. So anyway, um, so after Cain and Abel were both gone, what does God have to bring Jesus into the earth? He needed somebody. To bring along the house of David. And lo and behold. Lo and behold. Here comes Seth. God had blessed Eve and Adam with a son. Seth is like a sign of repentance. In my mind. This is how I I saw it. Father. Holy Ghost. Son. Man disobeyed the father. Ignored the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God. And I'm talking about when they was in the garden. And the snake is going. Yo you ain't going to surely die girl. What's up? No you go ahead and take this. And Adam standing around going. What do I do? I don't know what to do. What do I do? You know what to do. Rebuke that thing. Right? So man disobeyed the father. Ignored the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God. The witness internal. The internal witness of God. But then honored the son. Cain dis- Cain Cain's disobedience produced death. Abel love produced obedience. Seth his Seth the sign a symbol of repentance of the parents produced the substance of hope into eternal worship. Seth carried the house of David in his loins. That's how I saw that. So now when I read the word world, when we say, for example, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, what time and place 
to praise to praise be to God. Praise be established. What time and place? The time of Seth who carried the house of David in his loins that birthed Mary who carried salvation into the earth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For God so loved man. For God so loved the worship of man. For God so loved the worship of his son. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth on him. His son. Would not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world. Into a time of specific what time and place for to praise and worship God. Meaning, he didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn you, to condemn man. He didn't see, he didn't send Jesus into this time and place to condemn you, to cause you to fall away from God, but that you would run to God. God loves you enough to say, hey, I'm going to make the ultimate sacrifice. I'm going to pay the price for all of it. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God came to save the praise of man at a specific time and place. You are called to worship God you are called to repent you carry the praise of the Lord God Almighty and you are called to give him his praise to love God with all your heart mind soul and strength just like he loves you but with your praise your praise is honor your praise is willingness and obedience. You don't have to give up your son. We prove, He proved that through um, Abraham and Isaac. Abraham was willing to give up his son. He says, no, don't. I'll give mine. He provided Abraham with a ram in the bush. He says, I'll give mine. You just give me your heart. You just be willing and obedient. I will send my son to pay the price for the sins of this world. What was that sin? You gave worship, willingness, and obedience unto the fallen, unto death, unto the enemy of God. Adam and Eve ignore the Father, ignore the Holy Ghost. Ignored what they knew to be just and true and right. And Jesus came to deliver us. So that we would no longer praise the enemy to our death. But that we would praise Jesus. That we may have eternal life with God where we belong. This is an opportunity for salvation. Take it. It's free. Repeat this prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. 
I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved by the glory of God. Amen, amen. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Receive your healing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Receive your healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give God some of your time today. You got time. Give God some of your time today. Take the 10-week foundation course on LUTGRadio.com under the resource page. It is free. And um, go to get yourself in a Bible-based church uh, where the Word is taught uh, in spirit and in truth and believed. Amen. If a pastor don't believe the Word of God that he's preaching, you don't need to be at that church. Glory to God. Praise God. And um, give... Uh, you can give to LUTG Radio. Uh, go to LUTGRadio.com and give uh, as God leads you to give. Um, and uh, give if you want to. If you don't want to give, then don't give. If this message blessed you, then go ahead and give. But if you ain't got no money, go ahead and pray. Lord God, I want to give this amount, but I ain't got no money. God, give me the money plus money for myself. Amen. Glory to God. When you bless those that uh, a ministry or a church is on the rise trying to uh, get the gospel out. God will make you rich. God will bless you. 
So we are on the rise. We're working through and believe in God. Thank you so much. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing all those that are listening, uh, whether live or on recorded uh, recording, anchor.fm.